0: You can put it all on me. on me I was born And I just came live without you I didn't know that song That was pretty well. good was That was right? pretty yeah. good That was right off the cuff Yeah Oh man Cheers buddy Cheers Vino today Vino ah, Delicious Delicious, delicious.
1: <laughs> It sounds like we didn't act, We weren't actually doing
0: <laughs> it not like, like a fake ass like,
1: That was such like a radio thing Like, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> like we said that up and ah
0: that's (laughs) That's what like all of LeBron's Sprite commercials are because he does not drink that he does not drink that that at all I will not put that poison in my body no sir I will not he was like you (laughs) want me to drink this (laughs) Sprite no you know what he said he was like you fill
1: that up with period yeah.
0: Right fucking now Nobody's know no difference No is it It's, it's fucking same. clear man It's fucking That's clear. why I drink All that shit I just realized That my LeBron Sounds like my Trump Which <laughs> is like Two on point Boom Two on point Bum. Oh <laughs> man Well what a be- what, what better segue Than that Yeah um, Welcome back You ball bags This is NBA Episode 26 It's a brothers episode we're brothers We're, we're happy, happy And we're, we're singing, singing And we're colors Give me a high five Boom. Ugh. We are back. Uh, Matt is out this week. He's got some work related things going on. So it's going to be a one on one matchup this week between Nikki and Jay Keelas. Brother versus brother. I think
1: this is perfect because you want to know what other two brothers were in the news? Oh, shit. Oh! I'm just starting it. <laughs> Yo, the Ball segway. Brothers!
0: <laughs> wow. Segway. What a segue. So, it came out this week that, uh, so, of course, LeVar took LaMelo out of high school. He took Leangelo out of UCLA. And he said, fuck them all. Um, they're both going to go to the NBA. And, um, we're going to send them to Lithuania. Home of, uh, Arvita Sorbonis. Matt's favorite player from the 90s. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Matt Reed and his love for Eastern European basketball players. I also found out uh, my
1: coworker who just said he was listening started to listen to the podcast. His wife's from Lithuania. Sure. Yeah. What's yeah. your coworker's name? Will. What's up, Will? Shout out to Will. What's He's gonna up, Will? Going to be there for like a month. What? Well, in Europe and all that. We were talking about like Milan and everything. What do they eat in Lithuania? Goats. I I don't she, know. Is it weird that like, as soon as you said ghost, I was like, that might be right, but it also might be
0: racist. Like, it feels racist. I wish we had a drop right now. Uh, that's racist! That's racist. Uh, anywho, so this is crazy, right? Yeah.
1: It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I forgot that LaMelo, the youngest bald child, youngest is only 16.
0: Yes. Now here's my thing, is European players get paid pretty well. These guys are both young, but they have so much name recognition just internationally. So if they don't make it to the NBA... The coach also already said they're not going to play. No, neither one of them is going to play. Yeah. Not a chance. Not right now. Hell no. No chance. No. I mean yeah there's just no way neither no. one neither one of them has gone through the rigors that has been like the european basketball league. So like they don't even know who they are they just know them because they're famous yeah so you sign those guys because you want to get fans yeah. in the seats and if it turns out great awesome great yeah. you then they just become great players if not hey man you got fans coming to see if they may if they, they play may play
1: day. and they'll be perfect like garbage exactly. men exactly they're so just term. like they're the garbage balls.
0: <laughs> that's bad. That's yeah, bad. that's right. Try, really try again, try again,
1: try right, again. I got nothing. Okay,
0: well, so the Ball brothers are going to Lithuania. Um, we'll see how it goes, man. I, I, LaMelo may have had a chance had he stayed here. He might still have a chance. I Lithuania. think he
1: still has he's a 16. chance. He's 16. Yeah. He's 16. He, and all Let's honesty, just say it takes
0: him three years. Let's say he plays in Lithuania for three years, and then they're like, oh, he's legitimate. He's growing you- up. He's playing. He's playing meaningful minutes. Mm. It's not inconceivable that... He could make it to the NBA
1: Maybe yeah He's so young Yeah He's so young Again I don't think Lamello's uh, Not Lamello Leangelo.
0: LiAngelo We
1: always forget that one
0: The fattest ball child Yeah the
1: fattest ball We um, always forget his
0: name Yeah I don't think he's gonna make it I, We'll see We'll see what happens Yeah um, <laughs> They're just They're an interesting family It's just <sighs> They're the Kardashians Of the basketball world. Is he the, 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 the Dad of the year
1: Is he the No, <laughs> no? <laughs> Did you, did you stutter because you didn't even want to like
0: actually say it? No, no, that's a shout out to uh, Meryl from Jesus Oh, Mero. that's my that's bad. What he does in his AKs. Okay. D- D- Dad of the Year. Uh, <laughs> oh, we didn't even introduce ourselves. Oh, we didn't. Tell him who you are, buddy. Hi,
1: I am Nikki Keelas, AKA LaMelo Balleroni. That's terrible. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Well, I'll just go there. Shaquille Oatmeal. I mean, that's a classic. Get him. Penny Hardaway. Mm. JJ Red Sauce. Nom, nom,
0: nom, nom, nom. <laughs>
1: Bismack be humble Monta I
0: should have said that I should have said <laughs> that for the
1: JJ Red yeah songs. yeah yeah <laughs> that's pretty good um Serge Ebok Choi mmm get him. yeah I don't know why I, I did the I did the hove. Yeah.
0: No, I didn't have a reason for it. They don't even sign they don't even sign a Rockefeller. Nah, no, 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 you're bad. It's whatever. Uh it's your boy, Ben and Jerry Simmons, aka Jimmy, I can't believe it's not Butler. AKA Ricky Blue Boys T. A.K.A. Rudy Gogurt. <laughs> <laughs> Rudy Gogurt. That's pretty really good. That's pretty really good. good. One, yeah. Uh it's me, Jay. Um anyways, so Next on the agenda this week, we actually had a lot of stuff to talk about this week. I liked
1: how we pretty much had a cold open by talking about the balls, and then we started the show. Brothers. Super. Segway.
0: Yeah. Back back into it. Boom. Cold open over. Now we're back. (laughs) We're real professional. We're getting good at this. Um, (laughs) Kawhi came back this week. Oh, uh, yes! Excited? Kawhi! I'm so shocked. The Spurs are third in the West, and they haven't had Kawhi up until this week. Yeah, that's shout out to Pop for being the oh best coach my in the NBA. God,
1: Yes, how Pop do you do is that? So
0: good. How do you look at the rest of these teams in the NBA? You look at like like the Grizzlies, and you look at like Orlando, and some of these teams. That's like, I mean, granted they have Lamarcus Aldridge, so you know, yeah. they have him right. So it's better than a lot of these other teams. But like the Memphis Grizzlies still have Marcus All. They still have yep. a, a top five center. But they lead. don't have Mike Conley, so all of a sudden they couldn't do anything. Right. And it's like, dude, you look at like what and Pop have, is able to do. I was going to say, they
1: also don't have like a Donovan Mitchell who comes out of nowhere. that's no. so, right. So you
0: look at the Jazz, right? You look at—dude, look at OKC. Yeah. OKC with those three guys versus Pop and LaMarcus Aldridge and whomever. Pau Gasol's ghost. He's just—he's the man, dude. He's yeah. the best coach in the NBA. Uh, He's yeah, him, right now, and this is what I said on last week's episode, it's quite possible that Pop, if he gets him like let's say top two, now that like Kawhi's back, top yeah. two in the in the Western conference, why can't he be the coach of the year? Yeah. You had you didn't have Kawhi for the first two months of the season. And you still made it at That's high. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand it. Yeah. Kawhi's back. I mean, early early season predictions
1: had it's, him as an MVP it's, candidate. It's really weird to think like I'm just sitting here, I'm like, man, I weirdly can't wait to figure out who wins coach of the year this year. <laughs> I mean it's, and a, to, it's like, a heated battle. To a lesser extent executive of the year. Yeah, much less. Like I mean, outside of, you know, obviously Matt Reed. in right.
0: the <laughs> last <laughs> episode. Um, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be a tight race though. You got LeBron on your tail. Yeah. <laughs> uh uh you no, know, like so Kawhi's back, first game back. What'd you say? I, I know you brought up the numbers earlier. So uh, he had it was fifteen minutes,
1: thirteen points, six rebounds. So efficient. I think like three assists, a steal and a block. That's and, and he had plus eight on the night. Yeah.
0: He's just, they're uh, man. Now the question's going to be: Is Lamarcus has been so good this season? Mm-hmm. So does Kawhi coming back hinder Lamarcus, or is it good that they got a chance to figure out what is Lamarcus good at, and now we just plug Kawhi in? Yeah, I, I knowing, I feel like Kawhi and
1: Pop probably after every game they were on, you know, on the phone watching film. And being like, all right, you see what Lamar Jackson is doing. You see these thirty-seven spots that the defense isn't paying attention to. Those are the thirty-seven spots you will teleport to. Well, the, yeah, that's what you can do. And
0: the other good thing too is like Kawhi can play like that small four position, where like he can post people up on the block. He can stretch out big fours, shoot the three. And, and, he's and just, he does, the big fours. He does everything. Yeah. So, like, now you've been able to figure out how far can we stretch LaMarcus Aldridge outside of the paint. Because, like, the last two years, they couldn't figure out where do we put him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now you figure out, like, oh, he's really good in this position. He's really good with the ball here. He likes the ball at the top of the key. He likes to stretch the ball, you know, 22, 25 feet out from the, from the, uh, from the, from the rim. Maybe even from three-point range on yeah, occasion from probably. the corner. So now you've kind of figured out where are his spots on the court. And you just throw Kawhi in there. And it's just like – you you called it. Tad Hall on the on the preseason podcast called it. Rudy Gay has been a godsend for this yeah. place. He really has. Yeah. I, I, I you guys got me. You got me am I w I'm you I'm gonna me. go ahead and
1: say this. That's because he's in Pop's system now. That's fair. That's fair. Pop is Pop is a goddamn oracle. He's it's like Bill Belichick. Like you go to the Patriots yeah.
0: and you just like you fall in line. Yeah, because like the beginning of, of the job. season
1: everyone's like, uh oh, defensive problems for that now their defense is like Almost as good as their offense. And their offense is amazing. It's incredible, man. Anyways, back to basketball. It's incredible.
0: It's it's just so crazy how good of a fucking coach Pop is. Kawhi's back, and that's just good for basketball. That's just another. Honestly, it's pretty early in the season. If he had just a crazy good run, right? Let's say they finish, theoretically, top two. Because I don't think a top three finish is going to do it for him. Yeah. Top two. In, because they're already in the in, – like if they were like sixth and then he came back and they and went up they to three, three yeah. then you got a case. They're already at three. If they finished top two. Yeah. And his numbers are incredible and his defensive numbers are even better. Especially with MVP. I
1: know you're I going to bring up spoiler alert, people. We're talking about the MVP possibilities. It's all got recency bias on it. Always. Like crazy. It always has. It always has. So if he just like – they're like, he was injured for two months and then he came back. Well, technically, three months. Well, and And the the voters like storylines too. Yeah, Yeah, that's a great story. Oh,
0: he's been out and now he came back and he almost won the ADP. You should give it to him. Look how much better they are. And
1: it's, it's, I feel like we should change it. You know how they have like the. The Walter Payton blah, yeah. blah blah blah, like these different kind of awards with the person's name in front. It should be called the Sorry James Harden MVP <laughs> Award. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, oh if, if my god! Loses,
0: if he loses MVP this year, I, like, it's um, rigged. He'll never get it. He'll
1: never get. I it. I would. I hope. I hope he loses it, but wins a championship.
0: Yeah. Just as like a fuck you. That's kind of a great segue because one of the topics that we had on tonight's agenda was there's been some rumors going around that LeBron is maybe interested in going to the Rockets next year, signing like a a smaller deal uh, to play with Chris Paul and with James Harden and maybe Dwayne Wade comes over on like a small contract. Um, Rumors have been floating around, form a big three in the West with the Rockets. So the question is, should he do it? I think it would be cool. I don't – I legitimately don't think
1: the Cavs will ever have a chance to stick with the Golden State Warriors. No. Because like they've got so much money stuck in like the clutch sports guys that aren't doing as well as they were. Yeah. And with all that, I feel like he might be like, eh, fuck this. Let's just say theoretically. And that's – I mean that or like the Sixers – those so, are I know LA. I heard that too. Both of LA's I heard that are like too. And options, LA heard like but I don't think he would want neither one of them seem like good options. I, basketball wise. The
0: Lakers feel like a better option then, because Brandon Ingram's been looking pretty solid. Lonzo, it's so early. Like yeah. we, we don't want to like we don't want to look too much into it, but like it's it's really early. It, there's still a lot of hope and potential for him. Here's my thing though. So let's let's just say right now, I I was looking at the standings earlier today and the Memphis Grizzlies after coming out hot out of the gates um are now currently I think like the third let's take a look here. They are the worst team in the Western Conference. They are already so bad. Oh man, they I, are the worst team in the Western Conference. I didn't know that they that uh the not even Mavericks passed them. It's not even close. Wow. Now they're tied. They have the same record. But yeah. They've been on a slide, yeah, on a huge slide. They're worse than the Lakers. They're worse than the Kings. They're, they're worse, worse than the in Clippers. Phoenix. Yeah, they're worse than Phoenix. Right. So, um, Marcus Gasol's sitting there, big contract, big real contract, big, real
1: big contract. You got but, you, whoever you're thinking of. You know, GMing for right now in your mind, you got to move a lot of shit to I get him.
0: So let's. I'm just gonna throw. I'm gonna throw. Let's. You're the GM of the Grizzlies. I'm the GM of the Cavs. Let's play this. For, let's play this for a second.
1: We're doing okay. LeBron James.
0: It was very nice to meet you. <laughs> Thank you. This is LeBron James. I This is my real hair. Uh So I'm. I'm going to give you mm-hmm. ready. I'm gonna give you Tristan Thompson. Okay. I'm gonna give you Brooklyn's first round pick. Because they are sliding. Brooklyn's the one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you and the Brooklyn's pick's not protected, right? Unprotected. Unprotected. Okay. I'm gonna give you that Brooklyn pick. I'm gonna give you a second round pick. I'm gonna give you Ante Zizic and Iman Shumpert's expiring contract for Marcus Sall. and a second round pick.
1: This so first, second, Zizic, Thompson, Iman. Yep.
0: For Marcus. Gasol. I'm wondering...
1: And I'm going to say Marcus. Gasol... I mean, I guess it makes sense to take... but The only thing I was wondering, I was like, well, that is two big men. Do I want more big men? Where It's it's a space-happy league. It's a movement
0: league. Right, but you don't care if you're Memphis, right? Because you want to rebuild. Your team sucks. That's true. So, Ante Zidges, young center. Tristan Thompson, big contract, but... You know, solid NBA player. He can fill the spot for a while. Yeah, he... It, Contract that you're he, he'll eating be and fine. in a couple of years, you let him go. Iman Schumpert, his contract's expiring. You let him go. So I give you those Z- three guys and,
1: and, and two picks. And two picks, pretty much. I guess it's not terrible. Cause Actually, I just... take
0: the first round pick back. You get the second round pick with those three oh, guys. go fuck yourself. The, the only reason I was thinking was because of the first round pick. All right, then I keep my second round pick. I give you the first round pick. Okay. Do you do it? Maybe. maybe... Why don't you do it? I Just because, like...
1: I don't know. I feel like you could at this point get a little bit more from Marcus. Well,
0: let's look at the West for a second. Marcus Saul
1: is always one of those like fucking like underrated players. Oh, like, exactly. All the time. Exactly. People are like, oh yeah, but but I me loving the underdog. I'm just like, no, I Marcus Paul so much, but no, shut up,
0: you stupid hierarchy. Marcus Paul is amazing, and that and now I'm can, just sitting here and like, and he can stretch the floor. Yeah, he can stretch the floor. He can stretch the floor. He plays phenomenal defense, and in a situation where he's motivated. Marcus top five center in the league. Yeah. So that's why just, I don't
1: want to give him up for that let's, little.
0: Let's say, hypothetically, they swing a trade for Marcus Now you have Marcus Kevin, Kevin Love, Love, LeBron, Isaiah Thomas,
1: J.R. Smith, Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder, Kyle Corver, Dwayne Wade, maybe Derrick Rose, Jeff Green. Best season of his career.
0: He is playing amazing. Best Can we talk season, about that for a second? Best season that of his me career. The fuck off guard. Oh, he's averaging like 13 points a game off the bench. I know. It's crazy. What the shit's he's, happening? He's never been good. Ever. Since like Boston. He hasn't been good since Boston. Yeah. He's been he went to Memphis, shit the bed. He went to the Clippers, shit the bed. He went to Orlando? Terrible. Yeah. And now he's in Cleveland and he looks like a monster. I don't He's playing center, dude. Yeah. He's playing center for the Cavs. Yeah. On a regular basis. And doing a good job. It's it's incredible. It's yeah. a, it's a for me, it's more of a LeBron thing than um than a than a tyloo thing yeah but um yeah it just i I don't know i uh i i um i'm thinking that you know a a trade for marcus saul could change their fortunes it really could like that's somebody who in the right system in a situation where they're trying to win might keep them there anyways it's it's a it's a good opportunity now to it's just it's something to think about right so like If you look at all the situations that LeBron has, so I was listening to the Ringers NBA podcast today and they were talking about LeBron going to the Rockets. Yeah. And basically what Kevin O'Connor was saying was if you want a storyline, what's a better storyline? Going to L.A. and after all these years of being just absolute garbage, bringing a championship to L.A. with Paul George and Boogie and D-Wade maybe – and all these other small pieces. Or like and you could probably
1: other- get Carmelo on, right. a low, on a low contract. Right. All these guys. Ooh, wouldn't that be like a real fuck you? If- I know it wouldn't happen. <laughs> but if Chris Paul went to the Lakers like he should have years ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like Chris Paul hasn't signed with the Rockets yet. Yeah, I know. So he could take a deal. He could take a discount along with LeBron. To- now, would the Lakers sign Chris Paul if they've got Lonzo in the back court? Maybe. Hmm. Probably. I to mean, win the championship?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, would you, would you choose the point god or... Lavar's son. Yeah. Like that's That's a fair point. That's
0: a fair I point. I'm
1: I'm not saying Lonzo's gonna never be good, but I'm saying it's gonna be his second season, which you know his dad's gonna talk doubly as much as oh, that's for not sure. a real sentence, for sure. but you know his dad's gonna do that shit <laughs> in the off season doubly, doubly, doubly as much. Yeah. And like I people are gonna be even shittier to, to Lonzo if yeah. he can't fucking step it up. For sure. Magic wants a goddamn championship. Of course. Of and course. he's gonna be like yeah, Chris Paul. You, well, and, and you want to take a fucking pay
0: cut? Not only that, but nothing will legitimize Magic and Rapalinka more than bringing in this team of superstars Huge. that take down the Warriors. Yeah, it would be incredible
1: because then they, you know, they always have like the Showtime Lakers, Jordan's Bulls. You know, the the Heat, the Heatle, I guess they call them the sometimes, heatles, the, heatles, yeah. the Heatles, stuff like that. The fucking banana boat Lakers, like we're <laughs> ready to go, yeah.
0: man. It would be cool if Chris Bosch joined that team. Um, Even just as like a player coach, I don't know, the Lakers suck. The Grizzlies suck. Uh, speaking of another team that sucks, and this one hits me right in my dick hole, uh, <laughs> the Bulls. Since Mirotić has come back, have been on a four game win streak. Son, they're on a four game win streak. They what are they doing? Yeah, why are they doing yeah, this to me? Yeah, why? Spike that, mic. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, <clears throat> I'm sorry, listeners. Listen. Um, okay. No, actually, you no. Know why now? I'm just gonna say
1: this real quick. Before we talk about the Bulls, I think it's kind of a perfect thing to mention right before we do talk about the Bulls. This is the closest to, like, a sports talk radio show that this podcast has ever started like. <laughs> yeah, I know! It's like, we're not... Our tangents are small <laughs> oh, and also sports related. <laughs> I know. We're just having, like, conversations with not, like, a crazy amount of stats. Because we're not fucking nerds. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, hey, I hey, actually, hey, hey, I
1: actually love looking at stats. Uh, but, like... <laughs> This is like the most sports talk radio. So this is Nikki and Jay's audition
0: tape for seven twenty. So <laughs> the you score. know what? Here's what I was thinking actually. So Twitch, I, sh- I showed you that article this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Twitch is going to start streaming G League games, and Amazon bought them recently. They are going to start doing like regular programming. Yeah, Amazon. If you guys need some commenters, uh, Twitch commentators. Hello, we're already on Twitch. We Yay got Network. this. The Yay Network is on Twitch. Ooh, ooh. We need to aim for that. That's so, the goal, is to be the first ever sports show on the Twitch channel. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. That's the goal. I, Let's I'll get on the z, Twitch I'll channel. I'll say commentators on G League I games. I mean, yo, I'll comment on G League games. Yeah. I would love to watch Jimmy Fredette come back and play for the Westchester Ooh, Knicks. You know what I mean? That sounds amazing. Um, but anyways, the Bulls. So, Miratus came back. Um, I also feel like he'd be
1: on Utah's D- G League team, Jimmy Fredette.
0: Well, he played with the Knicks last year.
1: Yeah, but I feel like he'd go back. 'Cause he's a Mormon? Like, yeah.
0: God. <laughs> two on the nose, man. Two on the nose. Um, are you happy with the reason Bulls uh win streak? Does it make you happy to be a Bulls fan, seeing them playing well? I'm
1: It actually it I'm okay with it. It doesn't make me that mad. What makes me real mad is that Bobby Portis is and Nikola Lemerich are like, bro, oh, we're so cool. Together, dude. Yeah. Oh my they're, god. They're fucking high fiving <laughs> yeah, and they're just sitting there like, oh yeah. And the other day, fucking Nikola was like, I told you we we're gonna be four zero. We're gonna come up and, and this is the this is the best we've looked in a while or something like that. And he said, he said, and I love this team. Team chemistry is awesome. Cool. And like, because like you broke your face on your teammate's <laughs> fist and you're still be like yebbles yo team first like, Are you team kidding first me? team first so here's my thing you unless he's doing this and every like day he's texting guard and be like you want you might want to trade me now <laughs> and he's he's sending them like insider trading tips and he's like uh, the Miritich market value has gone up two points. You guys <laughs> might want to fucking start s- s- sending my name so out there. So that's what I was gonna say. Sell so high.
0: That's what I was gonna say. It's because like as much as it pains me to see them start winning, it's like they're at seven wins, dude. I wanted them win- to win ten games this whole season. Yeah. They're above. They're ahead of schedule, and it's pissing me the fuck off. Yeah. But silver lining is Miritich is playing really well. Yes. And actually, I want to see uh, pull up. Uh, let me pull up really quick. Like what he's done over the last couple of games. Because I don't know his actual numbers, but they as a team have been playing incredibly yeah. well.
1: Chris Dunn's also been doing very well.
0: Yes, Chris Dunn also playing well, which is promising. Mm-hmm. Considering yes. Zach Levine's coming back soon, yep. and we didn't know who our point guard of the future was going to be. Yep. And Markkinen's doing pretty good. Markkinen's been good all season. I mean, he's yeah. had some lapses. He's had some up and downs. He's a rookie. It's going to yeah, happen. it's going to it's inevitable. But he's he's looked pretty good um, the whole season. Really good, really. Um, but the question is like, okay, so um, what's his face? Um, so Chris Dunn has been playing well. Bobby Portis has been playing well. Larry Markin is playing well. Zach Levine is coming back soon. Here's the positive of the whole situation is if Miritich continues to play well. I mean him and Bobby com- combined for like 47 points the other uh, day. Yeah. I, I just, found his stats. Absolutely. absolutely you yeah, read it off. The last four games. So four games. He's only played four games and they're
1: all ones we've freaking won. <clears throat> Asshole. Uh, I know. Jerk. He's ruining it. He's averaging 25.5 minutes uh shooting 57%. Love it. 52% from 3. Gang. Yeah. His effective field goal percentage is uh 0.694, so about almost yeah, 69%. Um he's shooting uh, who cares about his free throws. He's doing good there too. He's averaging 5.8 rebounds, absolutely no assists. Uh 0.5 steals, 0.5 blocks. And uh he's get 19.5 points per game.
0: I mean in four games. Yeah. Come on.
1: It's he's doing great. What about rebounds? Rebounds, uh, total rebounds
0: 5.8. Yeah, so like So, point, so like t- 19 and 6 basically. 19 now, and 6, yeah. As a starter. On on an effective field goal you of said 69%. And his three point percentage is 52%?
1: 52. Dude. So And he's shooting he's averaging 5.8 attempts per game.
0: Silver lining. He keeps playing well. Trade deadline is in February. Now you can, you can move him by February. Fuck yeah, dude! So let's let him just play. Let's let him play, right? He has his fun. The thing is, don't nobody like that motherfucker. Nobody on the team likes him, anyways. I'm, I'm hoping he goes off. Now I want to say this I the is record. gonna suck if he finally starts doing
1: good because I was here. such a like mirror like out. you can do we it, said, and I was like the last person to be when like,
0: he was a rookie. All, I All on his dick, and then he fell off, and he got kind of scared, and he started playing scared, and like, yeah, hey man, too bad it didn't work. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, keep playing well. We'll, we will send you to a situation with people that you like. Let's send him to the Spurs. I wonder if Hoiberg, He can go play with Powell.
1: Yeah. He loves Powell. I wonder if Hoiberg was like, hey, just go off. That's it. They want you. We'll get you. you out of here. I'm like. And you will get paid. Yeah. I, Fred Hoiberg is like, I'm going to design the rest of these. Because He's not amazing. But he has done a lot better as a coach.
0: Better system, I mean, the right system for better, not better fit players. He got better players, players that but fit people better, that yeah. can stretch the floor. Young guys who can run. Yeah, it's better for him. He looks fine. Yeah, it's fine. I could give a fuck about Hoiberg,
1: and I, I think he's he's done a, a surprisingly good job at like That's fair. you know, uh, you That's know, fair. developing the younger players. I'm just I'm just like saying like, oh, hey, Hoiberg, I. I bitched about you a lot, but you're doing a lot better than I expected. So, congrats.
0: Yeah. I. I so, I, I... Best case scenario, we trade him. I think if he plays at this level... If you look at the last couple of trade down lines, you see a lot of these guys who just play really well, who end up getting, like, traded for first round picks for teams that want to make the playoffs. Like, let's send him to Toronto. Let's send him to Washington. Let's send him to some of these teams who need guys who can stretch the floor. And... Get a pick out of it. We need players. Yeah. We need players. The for Bulls sure. need players. Let him do young the thing. Ones. Let him ball out. Let's get picks. Let's yeah. get picks or young players on good contracts. That's what we need. Yeah. That's what we need. Trade him to Toronto for, I don't know, Norman Powell. They probably wouldn't do it, but that's somebody who I'm like, oh, yeah, bring him over. Yeah. We don't have a two guard. Oh, nope. well, we got
1: exactly Levine. We got Zach Levine. And if all goes right, we'll get Doncic next year, so we'll have a small forward. Sure, we we'll really our big thing will be like a center position. Fuck it, dude. Unless you throw Marken in at the center and
0: make Bobby your trade into Toronto forward. for Jakub Purtle, <laughs> him trade him and Robin Lopez to the Raptors for Jakub Pertl and a first round pick. Why not? I will, I'm
1: just saying. oh uh, well, because they got Abaka and Valanciunas out there already.
0: They've got a couple guys. They've got a couple yeah, guys. Yeah, I guess. Because, yeah, I can't really think of who they got at four that they would need. Nah, I mean, So, yeah. I guess And Miritis they've got be good um, there. Uh, OG Ananobi, who's been playing out of his fucking mind. Like, he's yeah. defensively has been incredible. And even offensively, surprisingly, been Surprisingly yeah. good. Um, anyways, a the good Bulls, class. Bulls are ahead of schedule. I'm really pissed off, but I'm hoping that it turns out in it turns into a first round pick for Miritich. That's yeah. what I'm hoping for. Um, next on the agenda, uh, do you want to talk about that? Um, yeah, let's go straight. Let's Why talk don't about you it. open it? Up, boom boom. I don't know enough about this.
1: Um, pretty much what's happening is the beginning of the year. I feel so bad. I can't remember the the, the guy that the GM for the Kings for a while there. Oh God, um, I know
0: Vladi Divac.
1: N- no, is he? No, he is actually. Somebody I don't, else got hired there. I yeah, forgot the guy's name. I don't remember the guy's name, but the guy was that was there. You know, told all the veterans that they ended up picking out that we're gunning for the freaking uh like playoffs. We want to be in the playoffs mm-hmm. and. They're like, yeah, let's do it. And they got to sell that
0: to these guys. You got
1: Zach Randolph, Vince Carter, and George Hill out of it.
0: Yeah,
1: three veterans and the whole everyone's like, yeah, this is the perfect sort of like they can teach these young guys who look like they're ready to go. Yeah, especially like after summer league in the first, you know, well yeah, opening the season. De'Aaron
0: Fox looked incredible.
1: Yeah, he's been on a downswing, but he's he's looked pretty solid. Yeah, and so like you're like, oh man, they might actually be able to train and you know make these guys better while actually being able to get to the playoffs and. They have shit the bed almost as bad as Memphis, not as bad, mm-hmm. uh, but they're ju- I think just above Dallas and the Suns,
0: uh,
1: and then yeah. they're behind everybody else. Yeah, they're pretty bad. They're, they're not they're doing currently. Very well.
0: They are the. 11th best team in the league? Yeah. Right? Three, 12th best team in the league. Yeah, they're not doing so They're not great. great. They're 13 and a half games behind yeah. Houston. And in, you mean in the Western Conference, not right. the league. Right, in the Western Conference, um, sorry. But yeah. They're way better than the fucking Bulls are.
1: Yeah, eh, not way better. But. but they're they're doing not very good. No. And George Hill is a little angry. He is not having it. What did he expect? Apparently, to make it to the playoffs, not a chance, dude.
0: You look at you're in the Western Conference, bro. Yeah, you're gonna, you're, you're telling me that you're going to ride Zebos back to the fucking playoffs.
1: Yeah, and that's crazy. Because the thing about it, I just wanted to like bring it up quickly. I don't have like a bunch to say about it, but like they they don't even have like it doesn't even seem like they have like a game plan set up right now. They're just kind of like throwing shit and seeing what sticks. They took Buddy Heald finally out of the starting lineup, and all of a sudden he's starting to do good again because uh, I think he might. I hope not. I hope more for him. But the owner of the Kings said he was going to be his generation Steph Curry. I think he might be his generation's, like, Jamal Crawford. <laughs> not even, Or, dude. or like, not like even. Lou Williams. He might like, be, a guy who's going to be able to shoot like he crazy. He might be
0: his generation Seth Curry. Like, he's Seth just Curry. not good. He's not good. <laughs> they, they picked he's the wrong so Curry. He's so bad. He's so bad. But here's my thing. What they did was smart. They got a lot of veterans to put around all these young players to nurture these young players. Yeah. You put George Hill, who's a long, lanky, defensive minded forward uh, guard next to De'Aaron Fox. You put Zebo there, who everybody fucking loves Zebo. We'll talk about him more here in a second. But Zebo's there to nurture Scal, to nurture Harry Giles, to nurture Willie Collie Stein. Yeah. Vince Carter's there to nurture Buddy Heald and all these other guys. They're there to teach them how to be professionals. Yeah, but
1: for some reason. They were all sold that they were gunning going for the playoffs. Never, gonna apparently, happen. you have to tell them. That. Yeah, which you have is to tell them that. but I. You, I don't know why you said like all these like players and thought of, and you already brought it up how hard the freaking uh, Western Conference oh God, yeah. is. The Western Conference. I'm watching these. I've been watching because of League Pass. Shout out to League League Pass sponsor us. <laughs> uh, sorry, I plugged your your name for a second there. Yeah, but
0: it's a bad sponsor reader. Yeah,
1: there. Um, I've been watching a lot of. Uh, Pelicans games, and as a it's like ridiculous. Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins are so good; they are amazing. Yeah. And I don't even think the Pelicans are gonna like they're just gonna make it, maybe, and get the shit kicked out of I them. I mean, the if first the playoffs round. were to
0: happen today, they'd be in the playoffs. Like if they were to start today, they'd be the seventh overall seed playing Golden State, which honestly, who's eight? Oklahoma, yeah, Oklahoma game. as oh, of yeah, like, yeah. yesterday. Now here's the thing: because Utah starts
1: was falling off there. If
0: you put New Orleans against Golden State in the first round of the playoffs. New Orleans not great. But Golden State's biggest weakness they is can't down low stop those two men. Is down low. Yeah. They have who are they gonna they're gonna put Draymond on on A D and Zaza on and Boogie? Or JaVale. Right? Or K D.
1: If KD has to go up against Boogie, I trouble. will feel sad for like a.
0: Second. So you put you put KD on a on, on AD although KD on AD and Draymond Bo- on Boogie.
1: Boogie and KD would be a fun series because I mean just that they last they hate each game, other. They, I love Boogie it. was giving him the stare down. So, oh my god! So that's a
0: good segue because Boogie's been bullying people all his entire career. He's big, he's strong, he's mean, he's a bully. Yeah. Until last week, <laughs> him and Zeebo got into it. The Pelicans were playing the Kings, and uh, they were lining up for free throws. And Zeebo said, and I quote, where I'm from, bullies get bullied. In my hood, bullies get bullied. In reference to our man, Boogie Cousins. Ooh. Which I want to talk about that because... Boogie the bully? Well, Zebo forever was basically... Yeah. He was Boogie. Yeah. He was Boogie until he got older and more mature I, I, and like chilled out. I, I,
1: I, I'm gonna mess up the stat, but I remember it being hilarious that that a stat that I read that was like it was like, oh, everyone's constantly saying that Boogie's like a hardhead and, and a right. bully. Uh this season ended with Boogie Cousins getting 17 uh ejections in yep. the season. Yep. I think it was like I forget which season they said, but there was a season that Rasheed Wallace had something like thirty-seven ejections. In a season. It was ridiculous. And they are like... And nobody was ever, like, complaining about how much of a bully
0: Rasheed Wallace right, was. Right, right. And I was just like, that's such a good He was boy. never a bully. He was just a hothead. Yeah. He was just a hothead. But he was the best hothead. He oh, was the best hothead. Bald online. <clears throat> it was so funny to see... Like, to see Boogie get punked by Zeebo. Uh, it man. was just... Because Zeebo... He's a vet now, man. He's just yep. chilling. He's doing his thing. He's made his mark on the NBA. He's got all that weed money. Every – He's got weed <laughs> money. He's good, man. He's going to be chilling in uh, Colombia soon, dude. Yeah, just hey, hanging out. Him and <laughs> him and, uh, and, uh, El Chapo are going to yeah. be hanging out in Mexico, you know, uh, or maybe in Medellin <laughs> and uh, just hanging out, slanging gonna, all
1: sorts of shit. They're going to call him the uh, Baba Yaba Slayer. <laughs> oh, wait. No, that's not what it is. Wasn't John Wick the boogie? No, uh, boogeyman. I don't know. Baboyaba. Uh, no.
0: Yaba. You're the worst. You ever know watch John Wick? I've seen both of them. Yeah, I don't know what the yeah. fuck you're talking
1: about. What the, what they say for uh for the boogeyman? I
0: don't know. He's the boogeyman. Ah he's no, he's a fucking boogeyman. He's the Damn boogeyman. It, I gotta Google it. Oh god. Well, while you're Googling it, I want to move on to the next topic here. Um. So we've talked about OKC. We've talked about people getting traded. We talked about this a little bit last week, too, in terms of like the quarter of the year awards. Baba Yaga. Baba
1: Yaga. So they're going to be calling Zebo the Baba Yaga Slayer.
0: Well, okay. Yeah, Baba <laughs> Yaga Slayer. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, Victor Oladipo. Oladipo has been crushing it Victor- over the last couple.
1: Oh my, is Oh my, God. <laughs> oh
0: my, uh, Victor Oladipo has been on a motherfucking tear over the last couple of weeks, is making that trade look a lot more even than Whew. it initially had. So, a yeah. couple of questions. Question number one Do you think the Pacers are, reg- or do you think the Thunder is regretting what they did in trading Oladipo and Demonte Sabonis who's been playing really well? He's on, yeah, for, he had a real good for Paul back George. Here. For Paul George.
1: Um, See, I don't know because, like, I think those two players fit in that Pacers system so well. There
0: is no system. They are the system. Exactly. (laughs) It's so easy over there. They are the system. Let them go.
1: It's that, and then they're like, Boyan, chuck a three. That's it.
0: I got it. Miles Turner. Just do your thing, dude. Stretch (laughs) the floor. Dunk on him. Get him. Dunk on him. Everybody thought that was going to be Miles Turner's team. Now, all the Depot's just taking over.
1: I love his little, like, every single time at the end of the game, he just starts pointing at the floor. He's like, this is my house. This is my house. I'm like, oh, my God. He's been so good. It's been so much fun watching him. Incredible.
0: Um, I never
1: thought, at the beginning of the year, if you would have been like, Nikki, you ready to uh, league pass the Mola Depot games? I would have been like, shut up. Dude. Fucking weirdo. That's what I'm saying. And now I'm like, oh, my
0: God. It's funny, though, because, like, they were talking about this on the Ringers NBA podcast, too, where it's just like, there's been a, there's been only a few players in NBA history that like six years into their NBA career they finally figured it out like Chauncey Billups is like one of those people that comes to mind just like Chauncey. late in his career like oh oh now nah, oh, he's okay. amazing you know like T Mac was like always good but like late in his career is like oh he's one of the greats like yeah. he's one of the best in the league so like there's only been a few people ever to be like a couple years into the career where you're like. Oh fuck! Oh, they've arrived. Yeah. They're ready. Here it's they like, are. The kid gets drafted at fucking what? Twenty one? I mean, it, yeah. it's it's not crazy yeah, to I think, think like, he's like twenty five now, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, he might be I like twenty six. So. I mean, I, he was definitely. I think he was like a junior, maybe a sophomore in college when he got drafted. Yeah, maybe. But like, he's been playing out of his mind. So the question was like, okay, Paul George was definitely going to leave, but for the Thunder, it's like you signed Oladipo to an extension. You you traded for Demontis Sabonis. If you keep them under your control and you build them next to Russ, maybe. But at the same time, can those two be as good as they are now if they're playing with Russ?
1: Uh, and that's the thing. Does
0: that- does Russ let them grow? Into the players that they've become with Indiana, yeah, and I don't think so. And Not he is chance. in fact twenty five. See, oh, um, heck, he's so young. Twenty five. So well, young. he's
1: about. To, he's twenty five and two hundred twenty four days. So he's, his birthday is probably what May fourth. Yeah, he's coming up. Ooh, May the fourth be with you. Congrats. Day, befo- day
0: before Poppy's birthday.
1: Yeah, that's um, also what it is. I should have thought of like our father's birthday, but I thought of a Star Wars reference. You don't care about family. I do. Um, I thought about that and also Cinco de Mayo. <laughs>
0: that's fair. That's fair. Also, a lot of stuff, man. Also Dad's birthday. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it just Oladipo's been playing amazing. He's gonna be an also this year. Definitely going to be an all-star. Uh, I think so, too, yeah. As, as, as it Especially as he's in the fucking Eastern Conference. Well, not only that, but this season, he's probably one of the top 20, 25 players in the NBA. Uh, yeah, he might be top 15. Who knows? Mm, uh, top, 20. top 20. I'll say top I 20. I give him top 20. Yeah. He's definitely that good. <laughs> we both are like, Yeah, that's no. not stretch it. He's been incredible. It's really nice to see. Indiana's got to be sights because everybody shit all over them during mm-hmm. the offseason. Like, oh, you got fleas, this and one, that. Th- I
1: was about to say, it's weird that you said that because I was like, I remember you even like... When we when it happened, you started off the podcast by saying, like, I'm tired of people saying fleece. I mean, not, Which I was like, and he even said, he
0: was like, it's not a fucking terrible trade. No, I completely It agree. could have been so much worse. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's the, the hard thing is, like, Paul George, based on the way that things have gone in OKC up to this point, he could leave. He yeah, could leave. He and, could. And you had Oladipo under your control for at least the next four years. So now Indiana has him on a fairly team-friendly contract. You have some bonus on a rookie contract. You have Miles Turner. Is Miles Turner still on a rookie contract? Jesus. Yes. It'll okay. be coming up soon. He's probably but has an yeah, but he'll kind of be making same. some money soon. But he hasn't been so good that his contract's yeah. going to be a max contract. Like He's going to be good, but not great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but anyways, it, I, I'm just impressed. Honestly, Like the, everybody that talks about Depot says how, how hard of a work he is. Remember over the summer, they're like, in like six weeks, he transformed his body because he went yeah. keto and shit. And well, they like- also
1: talked about like for Victor Oladipo. I was reading about it. Like literally, they told him when he needed to stop eating, and he was like, "Okay." And Done. he just stopped Done. eating. exactly. I was like, Whoa. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and that's <laughs> the that's the kind of motherfucker that you're like. This is the guy I want to want to put, put my, my, yeah. my, my 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 franchise on. You want all that? You got these other two guys are doing great.
1: You know, as sort of like a second maybe and a third star. Uh and then you know, you get your Metal World piece in Lance Stevenson. So So here's my last question.
0: Is, is this the new Victor Oladipo or is this the current Victor Oladipo? Do we think that this is something that can sustain itself? Or is it like, man, remember that one season that Victor Oladipo that was incredible? Off? Yeah. Where he averaged like twenty four points a game?
1: I don't know. I think he might it might drop a little bit. Sure but i kind of hope it doesn't cuz i would love for like you know and yeah, has like such like it just makes you think of like although they don't it's not it's actually uh pittsburgh but it just makes me think of like steel factories and sure. like blue collar sure. workers I mean, it's blue collar it's a blue collar No, it's state. crazy blue collar and it's like statistically it's like such a like a right in the middle state i think it was like some right. like the 22nd state to uh to 22nd state to become a state you know like it's like such a like right in the middle of America for everything that they need that like middle of America star I can't wait till we get a fact checker (laughs)
0: I'll look it up. The fact checkers be like, uh, Indiana's actually the 34th state in the country. I'll look it up right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyways, it. it's, it, it's it's been really impressive to see what Victor Oladipo's been able to do. Um, I hope it keeps up. They're one of the biggest surprises in the East, this you're honestly like. Yeah. To, to Everybody was like, ah, they'll be interesting-ish, but not great. And they've been like substantially better than anybody thought they were going to be. Um, the last thing I wanted to talk about today, and we talked about this a little bit last week. Um, so, Joel Embiid played... I was so close. <laughs> it was the 19th. Ooh, I said 22nd. That's right? pretty so close. That All right. Kudos to you. Kudos also, to it's you.
1: the 17th most popular. So, the 17th most people live. It's right in the fucking... It's like so really? close
0: to the middle. 17th. That's yeah. crazy. Um. So, Cat played against Joel Embiid last night. Joel Embiid went off, kind of put him to bed, and ended up putting a post on Instagram. Uh, something to the effect of... We went to Minnesota last night and, you know, put a whooping on them, essentially. Uh, hold on. Let me pull up the Instagram post that Embiid and put that out last night because it was pretty I, funny.
1: I was listening to you, but I was also spending a bunch of time just looking to so, more Indiana
0: <laughs> So Joel Embiid comment, or put a caption on his picture, Euro stepping our way through Minnesota, and we ended up raising the cat last night. Uh, which, of course, cat is the cat. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns acronym. Cat then responded, "The caption that caption was as trash as your picture." Shout out to Matt Reed. That sounds very similar to how he shout out uh, Furious Spoon about their s- lack of salty yep. ramen. <laughs> Joel Embiid then responded at Carl Anthony Towns, "Better quality than your defense." <laughs> Boom, <laughs> roasted you, bitch. You stupid bitch. You catty bitch. Um, <laughs> anyways, so this has been a topic of conversation all season because. Minnesota has been good, not great, pretty much the entirety of the season. They're, like, right in the middle of the pack. They're, like, fourth, fifth, depending on the day of the week in the Western Conference. They're right in the middle of the pack. Um, and the reality is, is, like, while they're the fourth best team in the league, or in, in the Western Conference, they haven't been good. They, they're just not good.
1: Yeah, it's – and, again, there's, like, the whole thing that Th- Thibodeau only fucking playing eight players –
0: he keeps doing it, dude. He it's, never grows. I'm like, oh, come so on, this is the thing. Man, when he was
1: could, that's such an easy fix. When he was here, I was like, and yo. he's the one who's
0: choosing the fucking players now. Dude. So he should know that and get the better players. I'm telling you, like when Tibbs was here, I was like, yo, Tibbs is my man. He's the best coach in the NBA. Yeah, incredible. Look what he's done with these guys. Th- look what he did when Derrick Rose went down. Look what he did. Uh, he's an incredible coach. But now. He's kind of running into the same shit where like he's got a lot of depth more so than he had in, in more so than he had in Chicago. I mean, we in have a lot of cases, mob. yeah. But the bench mob didn't have like Jamal Crawford. It didn't have like Gorgie 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 Deng. Like Gorgie they did Gorgie Deng and, uh, and
1: Norma He's uh, he, I mean, he's injured he, right now. But yeah. He's, but
0: they've they've got you know. depth that we didn't have. Yeah. And you know he's he's got to he's got exploit it. He's got Jeff Teague and Tyus Jones. Like he's got all these guys. He's got depth. But he's based, Jimmy Butler's still playing like forty-two minutes a game, yeah. man. It's crazy. Like the, the, it's like it's so sad because everybody says that their defense is shit, but maybe their defense is shit because they're playing forty-two minutes a game and they're tired. Know, they they give
1: up, and I I know this fact because I legitimately read it today. A like their uh, defensive rating or whatever is one hundred and fourteen uh, in the fourth quarter. It's the worst in the league. I believe it. In the fourth quarter, they all just and if they go into overtime, woo. it's over. They're tired.
0: They're literally tired at the end of every game. But anyways, Cat has been... So, everybody agrees that Cat is a generational talent. Yes. Generational talent, offensively. Yeah, this whole season though, in
1: college they they always talked about how good his defense was, and it's just like disappeared now.
0: But it's easy to be good at defense in college. True, it's all Especially about timing. when you're that size. Exactly, it's all about timing. He's that fast. He's that big. Easy. When you get to the NBA, you're playing against guys that are similar sizes, similar speeds, even faster in some faster, cases,
1: stronger sometimes. Exactly. And now and you he's, he's strong. Don't get me wrong. Well, it's but just... then
0: you go up against a guy like Joel Embiid who puts you to sleep, like just just takes you to school. Oh and like god. Joel Embiid does it on both ends of the floor. You yeah. know what I mean? And we had this conversation last week about Cat. Being top five in the NBA in terms of big men today, but also, like, you know, he's falling down the list. Because last season, everybody was like, if I had to start a franchise today, it would be with Carl Anthony Towns. Not anymore. It's slipping. Who would you choose? If I had to start a franchise today? Mm -hmm. Giannis. Giannis? Yeah, that was mine.
1: It was either him or Ben Simmons.
0: That's a good one. He hasn't come up a lot. He hasn't come a lot.
1: But I would say Don't get me wrong, Joel Embiid's amazing, but for some reason I just think of Giannis and Ben Simmons. Well,
0: let's not forget Kevin Durant is twenty seven. Yeah, I know. Kevin Durant is twenty seven.
1: And isn't Kyrie twenty five? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't take Kyrie over Giannis though. No, I wouldn't either. I'm just saying. But Katie's twenty seven, maybe twenty eight. Yeah. Pretty young. Yeah. Pretty young. If I had to start a franchise today, let's say he gives me seven good years, it's a good head start. Isn't that thirty four?
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. It's a good head start. Yeah, and th- but the thing is, they do talk about it. Uh, on average, your peak is twenty eight. Sure. Yeah. In the NBA. Yeah. So definitely. So that means you get the best you get from Kevin Durant next season, right? And right. Most likely, it goes down from there. So now, obviously, there's people that go past that.
0: Well, who would you pick?
1: I said Giannis or Ben Simmons. Oh, you did say that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's what I'm saying. I, I I love Kevin Durant. Don't get me wrong, but I think it's just. A little too too late to start an entire franchise with them.
0: What about Kristaps? Oh, fuck. Poor Ginghis.
1: uh poor Oh, poor Oh, Godzingis. I mean, stop, mm. man. Isn't he Lithuanian?
0: Uh, he's Latvian. Latvian. Damn yeah. it. Wrong Al. Uh Anyways, I, I have a I have a genuine concern that the definition of cat's career is going to be, man, he was so good offensively. Yeah. And he's so bad defensively. Yeah, I'm very concerned that like three years in, he hasn't figured it out. Yeah, and that not good. And Tibbs wasn't there the first first year. He wasn't there the first was, year. You know, I know, but he's been there for the last two years. We shall see. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking open. I really hope that it he was weird it.
1: how well it worked in Chicago defensively right. through through Tibbs, right. And I don't know why all of a sudden it's not working. You don't have Minnesota. the anchor. You
0: don't have this. You don't have the anchor down low. We had Joe They don't have a Joe the, yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down. Kat's to.
1: Cat's supposed to be said, Joakim. I guess technically now the Joakim is Taj.
0: I've heard arguments that part of the reason why Cat has had so much trouble on defense is because he's really a four playing the five, and maybe like he just can't guard fives. Like you put him against a Drummond, Drummond's gonna he's gonna put him to sleep. Like he he's has. gonna knock him out. He's gonna take him out. Yeah, he's just so much bigger than him. He's stronger yeah. than him. You know.
1: So that means instead of dealing with the Drummonds and like you know the Marcus Salls of the world, he's gonna be dealing with. Not this season, but eventually Blake Griffin, he'll be he would deal with Dario Saric a bunch. Mm, Dario Saric ain't playing the five. No, the four. Oh, the four. Because that's AD. That's Kristaps. Yeah, sure. For that's now. Jabari yeah. Parker or maybe Giannis because they've been throwing him at the four or sure. five. Sure.
0: I don't know. Cat's been good, not great. Yeah. Through the, la- the last two seasons. Yeah. The Last two seasons. His he, rookie season was so good a
1: little bit. That's what. But
0: it's so funny because like. If you took his numbers, pull up his numbers, pull up his numbers. If you took his numbers this season, last season, and you look at those numbers, you're like, oh, my God, this is one of the top 10 players in the NBA. Like, his rookie season, his numbers were so, like, his numbers, the only person who had ever done what he had done as a rookie was Shaq. Yeah. And it's like, you look at those numbers and you think to yourself, like, oh, my God, this is going to be the next great player, the best player in his class, by far.
1: So last season, he was averaging thirty-seven minutes a game. This well, go to the big three stats. Okay, well, points,
0: rebounds, assist. Blocks. Okay,
1: do you care about percentages at all? No okay. points. All right. eh, yeah, let's use yeah.
0: percentages. Sorry. All
1: right, field goal percentage last season: fifty-four uh, percent. This season, 52%. Okay,
0: no.
1: He was 37 from three. This year, he's 36.
0: Okay, pretty on par. Yeah, it's not that bad. And
1: 37 for a five is incredible. Yeah, 83% from the free throw last year, 85 this year. So that's, that's nice. Good. That's great. Total rebounds last year, 12.3. This year, 11.8. Pretty close. Assists, 2.7 last year, 1.7 this year. Mm. Steals, 0.7 last year, 0.8 this year. Block both years, 1.3. Okay. And then this year, last year, points 25.1. This year,
0: 20.1. But that's also because Jimmy he's Butler. sharing the ball with Jimmy. Yeah. So, But this is what I'm saying. And like, to an extent, Jeff T. If you look at those numbers, Jimmy. if you look at those numbers, you just think to yourself, like, holy shit, this is a top 20 player in the NBA. Yeah. But the defense is holding him back so much. Yeah. So, so much. I just hope he gets it together. I really hope he gets it I love, I love I love watching him he's play. He's fun to watch. I love watching he's fun him play. To watch. Yeah, he's great. Anyways, um, that's all I have for today. Anything you want to plug before we wrap up here today?
1: Breath Boom at the Athenium Theater, 7.30s on Thursdays, Mm -hmm. Fridays, Mm -hmm. Saturdays, and Sundays. Unfortunately, this is the final week. Last weekend. So Friday and Saturdays at 7.30. Sunday, it's 3.30. My bad. So you guys want to go see it tomorrow, Friday, or today if you're listening to it? Saturday, Sunday, go do it. It's a It's a drama. So I'm just gonna say that There are funny moments in it though There's some really funny parts But it's also a drama It gets yeah. sad And it gets real
0: uh, Follow us on Facebook um, NBA Podcast Follow us on Twitter NBA underscore podcast um, I'm trying to get an Instagram account together But I'm having trouble with it It doesn't mm, matter man, I, Anyways um, Follow us on Twitch The Yay Network um, Yeah um, Per usual Subscribe uh, 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 Comment Review um, That's what gets us up in the rankings So if you're listening And you haven't yet from the bottom of our hearts, we would really appreciate it if you would yeah. just give us a rating and a review. Uh, it helps us get into the rankings so that more people can find us and uh, and more people can listen to us. So, um, well, we missed Matt today, but we'll have him back next week. Um, for Nikki, for Jay, this has been NBA. We're out. Bye.